This audio presentation of You Are God is broadcasted to you courtesy of MindWorthyInfo.com and is presented to you by yours truly, Rasheel Dixon. The purpose of You Are God is to break down the Bible and to show you that the Bible is nothing more than allegory and it isn't meant to be taken literally. But throughout the ages, men has been taking the Bible literally, and by doing this, they have diminished the true mystical fact that lies within the Bible. You are God is here to break down the Bible piece by piece and to show you that all the characters, places, and events are nothing more than different states of man's consciousness personified as characters, places, and events. Brothers and sisters, thank you so much for joining me. This is another installment of You Are God, a quick snippet, something to get you thinking and to let you see that these words should resonate in your soul. As always, please go on over to MindWorthyInfo.com, subscribe. Greatest metaphysics teachings when it comes to biblical metaphysics and aligning your consciousness and your awareness with that one I am so you can always bring out that God factor is over there and also it is always coming to your inbox. Go subscribe over at MindWorthyInfo.com. Today, family, we're going to talk about something that many people fall out of. Fighting the good fight. When you're fighting the good fight, the good fight is the one that you know you must win because this battle means everything to you. If you look at your finances right now and they're on zero or they're going empty, But inside you, you have the will and the power to gain more and you know that you're going to have more. That means you must stay in that fight and fight that good fight because to get more, that is your fight. If you was to give up and just call it quits and throw in a towel, you still would have to deal with your issues, but you would just make it worse because all you would do is plant seeds of sorrow and sadness and agony and they will always manifest and harvest and meet you at a time and it will make things worse and you'll become bitter and you will lose in the game of life only because you never stuck in the game and chose to fight the good fight because victory is yours when the allies were fighting in world war ii to win the war they knew that they were fighting a good fight because what they were fighting was for um the free people you had an ideology that was spreading and this would have caused a major danger to mankind and humanity with these corrupted way of beliefs that oppresses another and doesn't allow someone to be as free as they should be. So now, when we look at this on the personal level and you see how you must fight the good fight, you see how you must become the great person that you know who you are supposed to be. Everything that is in you is supposed to sustain you to be the greater version of you and the greater version of you translates into you being a greater person you being a greater person you help others you helping others you being a greater version of you have just now trickled down and that has inspired others and it keeps a good flow going and this is what connects everyone to this i am factor in god because god uses his ability or his strengths to help everyone. And when I say his, I'm talking about that wonderful awareness to your I am. It's just giving a masculine attribute. It could be his, her, whatever you consider it. And we now see that I charge thee, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom. Preach the word, be instant in season 
out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachings, having itching ears. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and shall be turned unto fables. But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of evangelists, make full proof of thy ministry, for I am now ready to be offered. And the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Second Timothy chapter 4 verse 1 to 7. Now we see how this has to be broken down here. When someone say, and what he means right here by saying, I charge thee, therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom. Now we have to now look at this judgment and break this whole thing down piece by piece. To charge thee before God, you are always before God because God rests within you. Whatever conscious decision you choose to make, that is you aligning your awareness with whatever you believe in, whether it may be good or bad, but that outcome will always be given to you through an experience or through an event or some form of situation in your life and condition. This is what it means by saying you are charged thee before God and the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord is your wonderful human imagination that gives you power. Jesus Christ is the illumined awakening, reasoning and understanding to that imagination that is illumined that gives you power, which is this consciousness before God that is inside you because it is who you are and who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing. In his kingdom, you realize that you are judged no matter what based on the outcome that you give your awareness and your illumined consciousness to or whatever you focus on. It comes back to you by an experience, a condition or some form of situation in your life, an event. And you see that and you are judged that kingdom. You are judged before God and before Jesus Christ, which is your illumined awareness and your awakened reasoning to realize what is going on within your life. Preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. This right here is an important thing that aligns a consciousness with man. This is what makes man aligns his own consciousness. And when you know this, you preach the word. The word that you preach and what you speak is what shapes you. The word is what man is. Man is thoughts, words, and deeds. And your words shape you and they make you, they mold you, they bend and they give you everything you need. People will not live by their word and so their life will be filled with a bunch of chaos and all over the place because their word is something they respect and they will forget that their words create their life. So sometime they, in the past they will have created the word that is now given them the situation that they have. Your words will always meet up with you at some time. So when you preach the word, that is the word that you must stand by. Be instant in season and out of season. This is important because people will only believe in their word when they see the manifestation of it. And then they will realize that when you're out of season is when you're supposed to let it go. And just whatever you preach, spoke, 
imagined or thought about, just let it go. Do not only focus on it and say it manifested when the season comes and you are now enjoying your harvest. When you're out of season, that's when you're not even supposed to focus on what you said or what you have done because you already put it into play. And now everything shall unfold because the subconscious mind gives you anything that you add emotion to. It says reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. Reprove means reprimand or censor. Rebuke means a sharp disposal, d- disapproval, I mean, or a criticism. That is what to rebuke means, a sharp disapproval. It has nothing to do with what um, most religious folk will add a little religious um, definition to it, and that shapes it differently, and now you start to get scared or something. So when you're rebuking something, you're giving it a sharp disapproval or some form of criticism. Exhort means strongly encourage or urge it. So now when you see this part right here, and it's speaking of preach the word, be instant in season and out of season. So your word is what you put into effect to bring about what you want. And now you are letting it go. So if it's not in season or out of season, it didn't manifest yet, you will reprove and reprimand anything that is not Consistent with what you believe in or consistent with your word. So you will keep that out there. So you will stay consistent with your word and reprimand any thought, feeling or anything that is not with it. You will rebuke it also and give it a sharp disapproval if it doesn't go with what you think of or what you believe is going to get your word to come in season and manifest and give you the harvest in what you believe in. When you exhort, you strongly encourage your, and you strongly have an urge to bring about your word, and you are sticking with your word because you have put it into effect. And you know now it's out of season, but when it's instant and it's in season and it manifests, it's because you had followed this formula right here. And your belief has brought it together. The long-suffering means it's a mistranslation it comes from the word erect a piam and it's a cultural idiom meaning someone that is have a long nose someone who have a long nose is slow to anger and someone who is more patient they take longer breaths if you're angry and if you're breathing just relaxing and able to take longer breaths you're able to think you're able to think you're able to have more patience and you could endure no matter how long the suffering or no matter how long the pain may be but you have went in and believed in your imagination and your doctrine is what you live by because that is who you are for the time will come when they will not endorse sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers, having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. People believe in a lie and don't believe in the truth, and the truth is what will set them free. But most can't stick with their own words, so they're all over the place, believing in the lie of the outside world that life is hard or that it's hard to make ends meet. And so that's what becomes the truth, and they believe unto those fables, and so that becomes a reflection of their life. 
But watch thou in all things, endure in afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry, whatever you minister unto yourself and speak and you believe and you become the evangelist of your word, the afflictions, the pain, the suffering means nothing because you don't accept that. You know that inside your imagination and with your imaginal acts, you create your world. And by you believing and knowing you create your world, you know with your undying faith. The world you create in your mind will manifest. Just let this season come. Don't fall for the fables and the lies of the outside world. But watch thou in all things. Endure it. And you know who you will be. For I am now ready to be offered. And the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. And this is all of Timothy. Second Timothy chapter four. Second Timothy chapter four. And you see this when you say, I have offered, I have kept, fought the good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept my faith. This is why those who keep their faith and fight the good fight and the good fight is what you believe in that will give you your purpose and make you have a great life or make you have what you believe is a great existence for yourself. When you endure and you practice this formula and you let it sink in your mind, let these words from this second Timothy chapter four, let it sink into you. Let it sink into you. And when it sinks into you, and you see the meaning behind this. You see the mystical value. You'll see the importance of fighting the good fight. Brothers and sisters, I thank you so much for listening to this snippet. As usual, please go on over to mindworthyinfo.com. Subscribe. Always great things. This has been Rochelle Dixon in another great episode of You Are God. Until next time, brothers and sisters, now let us go into the silence.